listeners, and welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. I am Jesse, as always. As always, and this is Paige. Um, hey, Jesse, what are you drinking? Uh, I made a cocktail that goes along with our theme of our episode, um, okay. which uh, is also a callback. I'm pretty proud of this one. Pretty proud of that. So I made a cocktail that's called the Gotham, the Gotham City. Uh, because remember, we I mentioned in an episode like 30% different being like a copyright threshold. Um, mm-hmm. And so I said like, oh, we could have Manhattan, like how Gotham's like a 30% different Manhattan. So right. I made an actual drink that's a 30% different Manhattan. So what did you do different? Well, I, instead of putting bitters, I put grenadine. And instead of garnishing with a cherry, I garnished with pineapple. Oh. Yeah. Because I thought, originally I was just going to replace the bitters with grenadine. But then I was like, I don't feel like just the bitters are really truly a third of the cocktail. I, you know, that's more. And I was like, well, what if I replace all of the quote unquote garnishes? It's pretty good. I really actually like it. Um, I reckoned that I probably would because uh, it's basically a Manhattan. And, you know. So, so, so it has. Correct. A bourbon. Actually a very, 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 one of my favorite bourbons uh, I put in. Uh, for Christmas, my mom got me a bottle of Four Roses Single Barrel. Um, so it's mm-hmm. one of my very favorite whiskeys. Um, and then sweet vermouth. as the, So two ingredients that would normally be in a Manhattan. Uh, and then instead of bitters, grenadine. And instead of cherry, pineapple. I think that I think that it would be really good if the pineapple were grilled, which I didn't do. Oh, but like with the smokiness of the, like the slightly smokiness of the whiskey, and then like the smokiness of the grilled pineapple, mm-hmm. I think would be really good. But I didn't do that uh, because I don't really have like I don't have a grill, and I don't know how to grill on the stove. Like, not to get that smokiness, you know, not to get that, like, I could saute it in a pan, but that's not, like, that wouldn't give it that smokiness. Let me just, how many more times can I say smokiness? I don't know, but you're going for a record, I think. Um, Do you have any nerd news? Uh, Well, I have nerd news that also leads into. Or do we want to do the other segment? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm glad you remembered. Since. I'm gonna try since other since our nerd news will our nerd news is gonna lead into correct the episode, yep I yep think. it sure will so I'm glad you remembered our other new segment or a new segment that hopefully I'll you have a name uh, I ask you a question <laughs> that's the name of oh the I'm gonna make it like a little sting for it so that it's like chimpanzee that uh you know monkey news. Yeah, I'd like it to have uh, a song. Yeah, I'll, I'll write a little ditty on it. I ask you a question or something. Hey, 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 I have an Whoa. idea really quickly. I'm sorry. So as we are recording, I'm sitting here sewing on the last detail of my cosplay yeah. challenge for next week's episode. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be next week. It's going to be like in three weeks. Or don't, two weeks. don't be weird with time. Uh, so as I'm sitting here finishing uh, our my cosplay challenge for the next one we do on the podcast um i just thought it would be a good idea to ask if anybody else wanted to do it or to put it out there so we were challenged to do um a cosplay of a character we hate and like i said it'll be the next cosplay challenge we do here in a few weeks so if you want to do it along with us and send in what you did i think that would be awesome or if you've already done like a character that you hate and you want to share that one we would love to hear about it and like why you chose to cosplay it, even if you hate that character. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I just finished up mine. 
uh, earlier and I'm waiting for one thing to be done. That's a little, a little tantalization, a little mm. spoiler, a little foreshadowing. Yeah, I'm doing something to mine now that I wasn't planning on doing. I was done last night, um, but I decided to do something else uh, to it. Uh, so, Yeah, mine, I think, is done. I think it's done. And I cannot wait. I'm so excited for this episode. I wasn't excited, and now I am because it's just, it's, I've done a lot of accomplishments. I was, page, so. I kind of was in the same way. I'm excited. Like, we both tried new techniques. Yeah, we both did. We both did a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot we can yeah. talk about. I yeah, guess. I did a lot of new stuff. But you'll have to yeah. wait. So, anyway. My new segment, I ask you a question. Or... Oh, yeah. Song, song, little ditty. Uh, yeah, and this is both I ask you, Paige, a question, and I ask you, listener, a question. Yeah, because I thought after last time that it would be good to... You know, also ask the listener. It just feels like a one-sided conversation. So, like, right. we like to have you guys respond to stuff. So, here's a prompt. This is something I learned in my uh, class. I did, like, a online seminar thing for instructors on how to get students to interact more over Zoom. And this is something I learned, which I was already doing, and it wasn't really working, but... Um, like give like a focused question instead of just being like right. general and then waiting for them to respond be like, okay, like, so for example, so anyway, for example, <laughs> listener and for example, Paige, uh -huh. do you have a craft that you're most proud of that is not cosplay related? Ooh. And if so, what is it? And if oh not, gosh. why? Why don't I, I guess? Like, yeah, because if not, then like you don't really have anything to say. <laughs> but I think you will have. Okay, okay don't you know what I thought it might be? Is the class yeah. you made for Colleen and yeah. Tina? Yeah, um, yeah, I quilted. Uh, which was honestly like my first really big sewing thing I ever did. All, most of it was by hand, not all of it. Um, uh, yeah, we used to do this thing with my uh, in-laws um, called Homemade Christmas, just because we're all adults. And um, this, we started it before any of us had kids. And um, so we were like, well, we don't really need anything for Christmas, but like, we'd still like to exchange things. Like, what could we do? And so my mother-in-law thought of, it, um, homemade Christmas. And the first year I sewed like fake, uh, what were those called? Snugglies? Those snuggly what? blankets? Snuggies. Snuggies. Yeah. Snugglies. I thought you had <laughs> lost your damn mind. <laughs> um, and... And I made like tea towels for my sister, my sister-in-law one year. And um, so I've sewn some different things for that, but Jesse is correct. Uh, if I had to, I don't know if that's my final answer, but yeah, I made, I hand quilted quilts, um, picked out the fabric and put them all together and stuff for my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. And I was just really proud of that because I think it actually meant something to them and um but let me let me think. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. answer at the end. What is the thing you for thought me? Of for you? My blanket on my bed. Yeah. My uh like Jesse themed that quilt that I Tunisianed. And it's like mm -hmm. extra warm. It's like very, very personalized to me. I love that freaking blanket. Like and like I think that that's like, you know, it would be a great honor for a you know, man or woman or non-binary person to be able to sleep under that blanket. Like, that's how... Oh, great. What? Them. Yeah. Yeah, great like that, them. like, that yeah. would be, like, how I would show someone, like, now I'm legit into you. Uh, hey, Jesse, nerd news. You want to get into what inspired this? I sure episode? do. 
So let me go ahead and do this thing. Nerd news. All oh, your breaking nerd news. Is that is that what I normally do? That was it. Oh, I guess nor I, I was like, it feels like I say no more, but I better just chimpanzee that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I in one of my cosplay groups, I thought it was the um uh Dragon Con costuming tracks page, but I couldn't find it there when I went back to look. Uh, I do have still the original article, but I can't remember exactly which group I saw it in. It might have been Dragon Con official. I'm in a lot of like costumey, nerdy con based groups, so uh, hard to tell which one it was that I saw it in. But the article is from soranews24.com. Uh, there are other articles about it available. That's just the one that I originally saw. And it's called Japanese government discussing stricter copyright laws on cosplay. Comma, Tom, top cosplayer Anako chimes in. So um, obviously I thought that headline was interesting. I was like, ooh, interesting to me. Uh, might be something to talk about to, uh, on the podcast. Our listeners might be interested in. So, um, uh, sent it to you. We both read it. We thought it was really interesting. So, yeah, we had a nice lengthy conversation about it on the mm -hmm. phone where I was like, hey, this is a lot of stuff like I didn't even right. know. And like, I think there's a lot to talk about here. Maybe we should just do a whole episode. Well, and we don't, you know, whole episode. Maybe we should do an episode. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and because like there was a lot of stuff that like I had kind of assumed, and some of it was right, and some of it wasn't right, just about like right. what the copyright law says here in the states, how it is in Japan, where you know cosplay started, um, or arguably started, rose to, um, fame if you want to hear more about that go back and listen to our history episode if you haven't already it was an early one i want to say in the teens somewhere yeah i'd say you're right yeah so that's what we're going to talk about cosplay yeah. and copyright which to be to be clear that ep that um article you read They've not made any, they're just discussing no, and, it, right? Yeah, and so they're just discussing it. There's nothing official yet. And um, this top cosplayer, who is apparently very big in Japan, I have not heard of her, but um, she posted, because people were kind of like freaking out when they started talking about it. Like, I actually have another article I found from, it is... Uh, Bell, Bell of Lost Soul, Lost Souls. Yeah, I saw that one too. Uh, and they're yeah. very like they very much sensationalized it. Like the headline is, "New Copyright Law Could End Cosplay as We Know It." So, um, yeah, I think there was a lot of um, outrage uh, or kind of you know people rushing to be like what, they're going to try to outlaw cosplay? Like, or are we going to have to pay to cosplay? Like, what's going to happen, you know? Because you kind of get scared when there's something that you love on the line. Like, I can kind of see, you know, okay. why there was. And also, like, that's a very clickbaity headline to be like, this is going to change cosplay as we know. You know, like, I would click on that right. to see, like, what the heck they were talking about. Um, But so this uh, cosplayer, she said... I think there are some misunderstandings on the information being spread out there about the changes to cosplay copyright, but this article is easy to understand. And then she said that she had a discussion with Minister Inoue, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and we're searching for a way to protect copyright without interfering with current cosplay culture. So, she, and she made multiple posts, I'm not going to read them all, but saying that, uh, she hasn't heard anything about a lot of the things people were worried about. So one of the things that people were 
scared about when this these talks started were that they something about they were going to maybe ban pictures on social media like on instagram right so you couldn't or any social media i think so like you couldn't post a picture of you and cosplay on social media which i read part of that too and i i was interested in it because um it said something about like you wouldn't be able to post photos online like where you're making money and i know some people make money like through ads on instagram and stuff like that but i was thinking more of like a patreon like people selling prints of them through like a patreon um you know in that cosplay that's what that's what my mind went to when it said like making money through those kinds of platforms was oh like patreon or only fans or well and like um what like i said what it sounds like this cosplayer um inako is her name uh she said that she had not heard anything about that. Like she's interested to see, but like, it sounds like she's in the loop and they're trying to keep her in the loop. Um, I read another article that Japan has like a minister of like making Japan cool to other countries. Like they have a specific initiative called like cool Japan. I think that's, it's literally called cool Japan. And like cosplay is a part of that because cosplay is something that has, you know, gotten huge worldwide that started in Japan or again really came to prominence in Japan and the word cosplay is Japanese right so um right uh it's just makes their image look good so like that's another thing that they were mentioning is like a good sign that you know they want to keep cosplay a thing like it it makes you know it's a positive association that people have with Japan so right um and like get people thinking about japan i guess you know like it's a good initiative for them so uh i don't think it's as scary as people were worried about but you know we'll see so all of this when we talked about this all of this kind of led me into like okay what are the what are the laws here because we've you and i have talked about it Mm -hmm. And I know you've made mention of it on the podcast a couple of times, but like, I guess I didn't really understand how, um, how cosplay laws would maybe affect cosplay or how copyright laws would maybe affect cosplayers. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, because as we were talking about, like, as long as you're not making money, um, you know, making money off of somebody else's intellectual property you should be fine. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But like, if you are making a costume and selling it, that is a exact replica of, you know, a Marvel character or something, that's probably not okay. Right. Well, yeah. And we like, w- w- like we, like you said, we had a long phone conversation about it and, right. you know, everything we, you, one of us would be like, well, what about, this? what about like, this? Well, I, and then the other one would be like, well, I assume that it's this. And like, but neither of us really knew. Like I said, we both had kind of like assumptions that we made. Cause then we were like, well, what about like professional cosplayers that charge to get like pictures with them? Like Mm -hmm. professional cosplayers that sell like prints of them in cosplay. Like, you know, what is, where where do they fit in? Or like you said, like people who like take commissions or people who, are selling cosplays on Amazon or on eBay. Like where does all that fill in, you know, or Etsy, you know, like, so we kind of, we did some research, so you don't have to, unless you're interested in a less, uh, what do I want to say? A less improvised take. (laughs) Our colorful take on what we have, you know, we absorbed it, and then I uh, am now describing it to you in a way that makes sense to me. So, right, while being inebriated. So, take I mean, also. yeah, I think inebriated is fair at this point. <laughs> um, so okay. like, there's some stuff that like, like, based, there's some stuff that's a gray area. There's some stuff that is for sure illegal, but still happens a lot. 
Right. And then there's some stuff that's illegal and gets stopped a lot. And then there's some stuff that's like illegal, but like nobody really cares, I guess. Like basically a lot of it is there's very few like clearly defined like this is illegal and it will get you in serious trouble or right you know this is like it's almost well from what i understand like so much of it can be challenged and like like some so much of it is like maybe like maybe this is not okay like that it's it's hard to like say what is and what isn't so like one thing that we talked about was you know how a lot of times when you do see like a you know, you go onto Amazon and you search for Game of Thrones cosplay. You know? And then Yeah. Like my Khaleesi dress. That's like, it'll be like Dragon Princess. Right. You know, you Dragon know, Princess. Instead of instead of, you know, uh Khaleesi or or Daenerys, uh, it'll say Dragon Princess or Dragon Queen or Right, Queen of Dragons. Right, yeah, like, or Dragon Mom. That's I can't even think. I know we've seen some really funny names. Yeah, but like, you get the things, idea. You know, or like for BB-8, like Ball Robot. Right. Like, yeah, we've seen a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of creative space princess. Uh-huh, or, yeah, or like, uh, <laughs> like for Jedi, like Space Monk, or like, like. Yeah. There's some real Yeah. Yeah. It, so that's so they don't like they can be like, oh, we're thirty percent different, right? Right, right. And generally the costumes uh, are like, like you bought you have that police. Right, that's what I was talking about. Like that's how I got it. Like, no, I'm not gonna like hide it. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying but you got that Khaleesi dress and then you realize it's at like some stars. point it's on it. Yeah, there's stars, stars on it. Like it's just enough different. You couldn't tell. No, yeah. You're like right up on it. Yeah, yeah. Because like people definitely recognize it. Like it's a beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. a beautiful dress. It is um, pretty. Like it's as close as I could ever get to that dress. Ah. Uh, it, it, yeah. Sizing was weird because my size is like a medium. The one I ordered. <laughs> And that is, spoiler alert, not my normal size. In your research, did you find anybody that had gotten in big trouble for? No, not like a specific company. Like I found articles saying basically that same thing that, you know, these sellers will pop up as quickly as they, you know, go away. Well, I meant more cosplay. No, 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 no. I for sure didn't find anything about anybody going cosplayers i don't think like i said i don't think uh i tend to agree with for you know on the rarely for me uh the optimistic side that there doesn't seem to be any evidence that anyone is interested in going after professional cosplayers or any like maybe if you're doing like adult content with their characters like you know if you're making porno with disney characters they may come after you. Like, right. I don't think if you were like, you know, doing like a 30% different bell and going to kids' birthday parties that they necessarily care all that much. As right. long as you're, like I said, I don't, I know that people do that. So obviously they're getting around it somehow. Like I said, it does seem like. Nobody so far has gone after any professional cosplayers for um, that we know that we can find. Um, nobody, ha- yeah, all of this again is based off of what we could find. Um, there's a lot of gray area where you know, again, I think as long as you're being respectful, again, like. If Disney finds its characters in a porno, they're probably going to try to stop that. Right. You know, uh, something like that. But as long as, you know, like, you're being faithful, maybe you might be more safe. Like, and again, it's like fair use. 
says that if you're, you know, criticism, if you're doing something for criticism or commentary, right, that you can use copyrighted material as long as you're not making, you know, so, like, I think. Yeah, I think it's just such a fine line because I think probably cosplayers kind of feel betrayed. I understand, like, you know, people making money off of it and that being a great area. But also, like, most cosplayers are just wanting to celebrate the thing they love, you know. So I I get also why people would be upset. But also, I don't think most cosplayers have a lot to worry about Mm -hmm. anyway. You know, it's just, it's like you said, one of those things that when they hear about it, they're like, wait a minute, what? Like, I'm not going to be allowed to cosplay now? Like, as, as characters that I don't, like, come up with on my own? What? Well, and even if, like, um, but obviously. you'd be in such a gray area of even coming up with characters on your own, like your jet, your Sith that you did, right. like, does Disney own right. a Sith? Like, or, you know, right. like. Well, in one of the articles Disney, I like, read, it said. My um, Twilight, you know, does right. Disney own that idea, even if it's not a specific character? Um, one of the articles I read said that like comic book characters or movie characters are a lot more um, they're easier for them to like go after people that do that in some way not necessarily cosplayers but you know like uh, I guess I guess maybe that is what they're talking about because I don't think it would make sense otherwise maybe they're maybe they're meaning art um, you know, fan art and stuff too, but they said like they're more easily gone after than like book characters because a lot of book characters aren't necessarily visually represented yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most people, you know, we have a friend that cosplayed as a character from a book that she has no idea, you know, they describe right. the person in the book, but like, you know, you don't really know because there's not a movie of it. So there's not that version. Yeah, she's done of. multiple. You know, book characters mm-hmm. that have so, no... like, she would probably be fine mm-hmm. because, you know, she's t- putting her own spin on a character in a book. So, I thought that was interesting. It wasn't something well, I Well, I think of. everyone's going to be fine anyway, like... Well, right, right. I said I don't think there's going to be any time soon, you know... And because, like, I, it makes them so much money. Like, you know, sometimes, I'll, like, legitimately, no joke, like, sometimes I'll see a beautiful cosplay, and I'll be like, what's that from? And, like, it's from such and such anime. And then I'll go watch that anime, at least a little, to see that costume. Or, like, such and such movie. Like, there are for sure movies that I've watched just because I saw a beautiful cosplay, and I figured out that's what it was from. Right. So... You know, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, you and like how many cosplay? I mean, and I don't know, but like, I know we have both probably bought like licensed merchandise for cosplay. So, like, and so we're spending money doing that, you know, like through that person, through that company, through that artist, whatever. So, you know, like you said, it they're getting money from cosplays. Yeah, like especially ours because we're not right. Money. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. We both bought license. Like even just my Captain America shield, like a license. Right. You know, like or our hobby. Uh-huh, like I would say almost probably one thing per cosplay. Honestly, yeah, I bought like my ring for my Claire Fraser mm-hmm. Outlander. You bought, yeah, it but me. yeah. But it was licensed, you know, like. But it's licensed, yeah. Like, yeah, we honestly probably do. A lot, a lot. Not a yeah. Lot, but a lot, yeah. But a lot, yeah. Like, yeah. or even like, I'll buy, like, when I cosplayed as Poison Ivy, I bought so many Poison Ivy comics. Like, right. just to look at different references, because I wanted, I was like, okay. I want to put my own spin on it, like, but what, you know, what is, what is today? Like, what, 
Like, right. how can I be as true as possible to all these different incarnations of the characters? Yeah, I just think it's all really fascinating. Like, uh, what, you know, what is technically illegal that gets, you know, just kind of overlooked around mm-hmm. here. And, like, things you need to be cautious of and the fact that people can get in trouble, you know, for taking a picture in a Wonder Woman, you know, with a fan as a professional cosplayer. Like, those are things I didn't think about. Like, and I, like, seems silly now that we're talking about it, but, like, I just never thought about it. Uh, yeah. So, I did find the best article that I found that had, like, the most concise, like, actual you know, legal, like, this is the, if you, if you want to post an article with this episode, this is the one that I would post. It's from the legal artist, and it just says, when cosplay makes you liable for copyright infringement. So, like, when are you going to get in trouble, basically? As as concisely as possible, this article says, you know, you're not going to, if you're dressing up like Batman, going to convention, if you're not making any money, you're fine. If you're making these things and selling them, not so much. So, right. So, like, I know, like, it basically said, like, that's why these mass produced, like, sellers on Amazon or eBay, they always pop up with different names because as soon as they get found, they get shut down. Um, But, like, what that means for like Etsy sellers or like people who take commissions. I think that's in more of a gray area, honestly. I said the most, like, I don't think there's any legal way that they could sue you or you could get in trouble if you're not making any money. But like companies that are making money. So companies again, that we have used or even individual people who are selling commission pieces, which we've also used. You know, I bought my Neo Queen Serenity crown from a person making commission pieces. Right. So where, like, could someone, whoever owns the Sailor Moon rights, come after them? Maybe. Maybe that's that's the answer we have for you, Luther. It is a gray area. <laughs> All this suspense, and you just well, maybe. but that I mean, that's what the law says. I said at the beginning, right? I mean, assuming that part stays in, I did say at the beginning, it's a lot of gray area, right. like everything's got gray area to it. Like I said, what do you consider making money directly off that character, and is it really hurting them financially if there isn't a an alternative that they're offering. Like, does it hurt them financially if it's only something that they theoretically maybe could possibly potentially offer one day, but probably they won't because it won't make enough money, you know, because these big, huge companies, they can't afford to like only make a little bit on like a plus size, whatever cosplay, you know, HBO, I don't think has any interest in ever trying to sell like licensed Game of Thrones costume. So, like, are they really ever going to lose money by letting people make their costumes and letting people dress up and give them free advertising? So, say there is a, uh, you know, professional cosplayer. Um, say Yaya Han is doing okay. photos. Okay. At a convention, you know, she's charging money for these photos, whatever. And she is dressed up like a character. I just, you know, a licensed character. She could technically probably get in trouble for that. Probably, yeah. But so here's my question. So say there is a celebrity at a convention doing photo ops. And they are wearing like licensed merchandise in the photo. Uh, like maybe, t-shirt. maybe. Like, is that different? No, I don't think so. Because I think some of them have like 
got in trouble for using like pictures of them in costume and stuff. And like most of them probably couldn't take pictures in their costume. I don't mean necessarily. I know, but I'm just saying like, I think that, yeah, there is some stuff that they could get in trouble for using. Like, I don't think just because you played that character, you don't own anything about that character. Well, right. And I mean any character. Like, say Zachary Levi is doing a photo op and he has a Batman shirt on. Oh. Trouble? No. I don't think so because then, like, you're not making money off of Batman. Like, no one's getting their picture taken with Zachary Levi because he's wearing a Batman Right. Well, so couldn't professional cosplayers say the same thing? Well, they're getting their picture taken with me. They don't care what I'm doing. Ooh, up I by. think that's more of a gray area. Like again, like for me, right. like just like I again I'm not a lawyer. I have I took one law class in grad school and it was environmental law. It has nothing to do with any of this. So like <laughs> just to be clear, I have no idea what I'm talking about. This is not legal advice. I am not Rowdy Jefferson attorney at law. <laughs> you remember him but like to me that's more of a gray area because like right the reason why people want to take a picture with yaya han is because she is that character not always though what if you just really like yaya han and you don't care what she's I dressed know, up like but like day? would people even nobody would even know who yaya han was if it wasn't for licensed characters it's like I mean, what I'm true. thinking, but like I don't know. Like it's like I said, it's it's so tricky. It's such a gray area because then I was thinking like, well, technically, like Zachary Levi, we only know him because of licensed characters. Like we wouldn't right. know Zachary Levi if he was only playing Hamlet, like the freaking Sandusky Dinner Theater and Riverboat Casino. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really hope that that's a real place that I'm just. Giving- I re- you went really deep on that. I really hope. I'm so proud of it. And I really hope that that's a real place. I mean, that's the name of the episode. Honestly, though, you know what I mean? Like, like everybody right. owes their... And then, like, you know, like, and there are no original characters either. Like, everything follows some archetype from, like, ye olde Greek days. You know? So, like, how far back right. do you go? Also, speaking of ye olde Greek days, you know, your mom sent me a TikTok that blew my mind. That was like, when we say ye oldie, you know, that that Y mm-hmm. is not really a Y. It's like an ancient letter that means a the sound. So that's just the, it's just the word the. It's not ye oldie, it's just the old. <laughs> I've been lied to. <laughs> uh okay guys thank you for listening in uh if you know anything about cosplay <laughs> and copyright laws or you've had any kind yeah, of that would be know, interesting like because we do have like more we our social network like all our fr- all our friends are more famous than us like we're, like honestly right. like we're the weird little all of our cosplay yep, friends all of our cosplay famous. friends are more famous than us we're like the little we're the little engine that could. <laughs> that's cuter yeah. than what I was picturing. We're the little I was going to say, that's that cuter than what I was picturing, like, little, like, gremlins. <laughs> oh, no. No, we're just the little co- cosplayers trying oh, to get that's, the The little engine that could's cuter than the little gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you have any stories um that you know that you know you're directly involved with or that you've heard of through the cosplay yeah. uh great finds um about cop copyright laws and or if you know more about it than we do and you're like hey this is what you missed or like this is important that well, you didn't talk about listeners who do like art and right right yeah so some of them might know um some of them I know do commissions, mm-hmm. so let's hear about it. Uh, you could send that um, to our social media if you want to. Uh, you can also just like come hang out with us there, follow along. 
Sometimes you post memes. I don't always get to approve the memes, which I don't love, but generally you're okay. I try to be pretty picky with what I put yeah. on cocktails. But here's the thing. If I was in there posting stuff, there's no way you'd allow it. So it's not no. a reciprocal relationship, which I don't appreciate. No. But you would post classical music and I... <laughs> only pass yeah there's some funny classical music memes though you can hang out with us on social media we are on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod um and we're also now over on the twitter uh don't know how to use it still trying uh but we are over there you're getting better cosplay you're pod. getting better at twitter i think Am so I? <laughs> do you see what i do on yes what you do on Twitter. Listen, I didn't even know if you followed the podcast on Twitter. I didn't always. True. Was I the first follower? Maybe not. But I... I Hey, hey Jesse. If they're like, I don't... This girl doesn't know how to do Twitter. Like, I can't look at their Twitter. Um, Not everyone does Twitter. I don't really do Twitter. Right. Right. Um, and they're not into Facebook and stuff. It, where could they send other stuff? Like, if they're not... It's into to our email. Things that we oh, like yeah. to see in the email are corrections, again, as always. Uh, even when we don't mention it. You've heard us mention it before, presumably at this point. Maybe this is your first episode. That'd be interesting. We had a listener email uh, and correct my pronunciation of my favorite composer, which I was super stoked because, A, we do want you guys to correct us. If, Like I said, like if you're like, what? That's not. It's like, what are you talking about? That's insane. You know, if I say, like, I don't know, like, the first Dragon Con happened in 1875. <laughs> it's been 84 years. There's, there's been a Dragon Con around here for 25 years. <laughs> that also could be copyright infringement. Karen Kilgariff could sue me. For don't come after us, Karen. I don't think she would. Like, if we were making money, maybe. <laughs> we're not making any money. We're giving, her, we're giving her credit, first of all. That's right. And we're making zero dollars. So anyway, uh, Jesse, correction. Yeah, my correction corner. So we had, uh, like I said, the pronunciation of my favorite composer. I never have heard it spoken out loud. I've heard her music a whole bunch, but you know, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't say her name out loud. I did look for uh, pronunciation before uh, the episode. But the only ones I could find were like those little, um, like pronunciation symbols. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I can't, like, I can never figure those out. Like, I have no idea what they mean. And I've looked up to try to learn how to read them, and I still don't understand. So I guess I'm just too dumb for that. Like, my brain doesn't do it. Uh, so. So how do you say it? How did you say it? I said it Strazi, like Spanish, because I took uh, four years or however many of Spanish. Mm -hmm. I was a Spanish minor until my second year, sophomore. Um, So I said Strazi, like the S-E-Z. But Strazi with a T sound, uh-huh. and the listener said yes. like pizza, like we put a T in pizza, right? Oh, yeah. which I was like, that makes perfect sense. Like it was a good like, you should be a teacher, Sheila. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like that, yeah, like I was like, oh, that does that makes perfect sense. But I didn't like I said, I didn't think about that. And I couldn't find like a good um, pronunciation of it. That's like, and also in fairness, like uh, I may still slip up because like 
there's a lot of composers that technically like I know how to pro- I know how to pronounce them like most correctly but I feel like an asshole like being all fancy for yeah so for example uh like Bach should really be like Bach but I sound like an asshole don't I yeah but like what are you gonna do that's how it's supposed to be pronounced I can still laugh at you. I mean, though. I try not to do it. Like, you know, you're, you cut out all my, that's the most beautiful thing. The time I sound the most like an asshole, you're going to cut out because it's classical music. I mean, that's literally all I fucking do is cut out when you sound like that. <laughs> 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 tracks. It, so we always want corrections. Uh, interesting right. plants and mushrooms. Your mom sends me those sometimes. Uh, weird fish pics, weird fish facts, science facts, interesting cosplay news that we can do on dd 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 dirt news. Ooh, ooh, if they have a if they have a question for well, you, well, yeah, a question on Jesse. I ask you a question, not Jesse. I ask you a question. That would be opposite. Just I ask you a question. I forgot that I did it in first person and not third. person. Uh, what else can they send over to the email, Jesse? Picture, like, again, cosplay challenge ideas. We like it better when it's something that someone else uh, gives to us. I think we feel more obligated to do it. Yeah. Like, so we don't give up on it as soon. Well, like, and if- also, I feel like we both, like, if one of us doesn't like it, like, we'll be like, well, it's because that other person came up with it. Right, so, like, they're going to like theirs. Right, that's what I'm saying. Or, like, again... Which isn't just, always the case. Like, if right, we know that. Just, like, we feel more... Like, there are ones that you pop out, and I'm just, like, kind of like, man, no, let's not. Because, like, right. I know we have a hundred other ideas. So, like, there are... But then, if it were well, stuff... Also, like, we can just do that. Like... Right, right. Like, there's no... Like, if, if we're not both, like, okay with it, there's no reason to. Right. But, like, I, like there's ones that, like, I immediately dismissed that, like, if I thought about it more, I might have been able to come up with something pretty cool. If you've done a cosplay from a challenge that we've done or that fits a challenge that we've done, even if you didn't do it specifically for that challenge, if it's one you've right. done previously, where you're like, oh, that would be perfect for that. Right to us, we would like to see it. That would be cool. Uh, That's why we do the cosplay challenges. Is because it's stuff that we think is interesting. So it would be more interesting to see other people doing that. And if you're not cosplaying during the pandemic and you're missing it, it's a really good excuse to put together a costume. That's been like the only like I legit would not be cosplaying at all otherwise. And it has been exciting, and it has been good for my self esteem. I'm really excited about the one we've got coming up. I know. Uh, it's got a lot of new territory for me. Yeah, same. So, so I think I've got a lot to talk about with it. It'll be a hell of an episode. Hell of an episode. <laughs> oh, no, I've made quite the promise. Um, if you have cocktail recipes or yeah. mocktail recipes. Yeah. Again, I'm trying to come up with ones. I think I've been doing a better job. Uh, mostly because we did have a listener on Twitter say they wanted more cocktail recipes. Mm-hmm. Well, most of them are just different versions of a Manhattan. Listen, I like what I like. I like uh, what I like. I would change it if I could, but here we are. And I'm not going to make some cocktail that I don't like. I've been there. I've done that. Remember the quarantini? It was a liquid hell. Honestly. Um, if you are a cosplayer that would like to come let us interview you, or you have a topic you want to talk about. That sounded a little creepy, like when you said you wanted to invite the listeners. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be creepy. I'm sorry. Um, we would like to hear from you, or if you know somebody who... Uh, is a cosplayer that you think would uh, be a good fit um, as a ton of super cool interviews from people being like, hey, what about this person? Right. Ton. Like every interview. I know I say this and you guys are like, well, yeah, she can't say anything else. But legitimately, every person that's reached out to us and every person that we've interviewed has been so freaking cool. 
and that's right. such an asset to have on the podcast like legitimately right and we've got a handful more really great people we are looking forward to right. interviewing right that we're just trying to set up times for yeah it's difficult because the interviews we have to be together to record them right because we can't have like a three-way call and still right. report over anchor so um and even if we could the quality would be woof i can't even imagine right uh so yeah but anyway like i said like please send us people we're now that especially now that we're back to every week episode i don't know if we've mentioned that yet we didn't i just figured people figured it out no yeah well if you didn't figure it out we're back to every week maybe you missed an episode go back look double check yep yes we kind of started hitting a rut at the end of 2020 just with holidays Mm -hmm. and uh schedules and content and right all of that so we decided to go to every think- other week and then the first week of 2021 we had so many interviews and so much content ideas going on I think just like being excited for the new year that we were like well guess it's back to right and I personally think like at, towards the end of 2020 like when we switched to like every other week like my mental health was not great. Right. Like uh, anxiety wise, like I just felt like it, it was at the point when like I didn't realize it at the time, but like I was starting to get like fatigue from the pandemic. Right. Like, just tired, like, you know, like being so sick of it and not realizing like I didn't right. realize how much I was like hating Zoom. Like I like bottled it all up because I knew there was nothing that could be done about it. Right. Like I knew we were doing what was safe. So like, like, I was like, okay, well, just get over it. Get over it. Like, there's nothing that can be done. Right. But then, like, the second week of the semester, I had, like, a breakdown. That's when I was crying about the Ratatouille banana. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's the stuff we like in the email. Corrections. Cool ideas. Just stuff that you, like, again, if you've been listening to the podcast up to this point, maybe you are new. Uh, if you are welcome, that'd be interesting. <laughs> but like, if you've been listening up to, I think most people that start a podcast probably go back and listen from the beginning, right? Um. So Jesse, where can they send all that good stuff? Our email, which is cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Um, are we done? Are you trying to mix it up now? Yeah. Are we done are we done uh yeah we're done okay okay bye bye